Hey, beloved, welcome back to the show. Do you often feel the pressure to perform or to be perfect? Do you feel if you can't do it all, you don't do it at all? (laughs) Perfectionism lies to you that you will never be free or perfect, but Jesus paid for all of your imperfections and he's all you need to trust to walk in freedom and victory without being mastered by food thoughts. Because of Jesus' spotless sacrifice for us, we're free to pursue victory and victorious lives on our way to perfection and glory. I'm on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness to your home and help women of faith heal the relationship with food, restore their identity Christ, and lose toxic weight for good so they can finally become the healthy home mom God created them to be. My story, my struggles with emotional eating and weight gain started when I was about nine years old when my parents separated. I share about my journey of gaining and losing the same 40 to 60 pounds over and over again during different seasons of life, and that is in episode 52. Be sure to check that one out if you haven't already listened. And this is a healing process, right? This journey towards freedom with food is not an overnight gig. Some pieces take years to heal, and then some after years of struggle are healed and delivered in an instant, like my come to Jesus moment in the bathtub with alcohol, which I share in episode 57. Actually, yesterday was the day that I have been free of alcohol and any cravings for two years. Praise God. It's like it's not even there, or it never even was an issue. So in today's episode, I will be sharing my personal takeaways from chapter 9 in the full book by Ashrita Chuchu, Food, Jesus, and the Battle for Satisfaction. When I went through this book in 2019, it changed my life so much that I chose it for the 12-week curriculum for my breakthrough program, The Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint, to truly give you weapons for weight loss that work for lasting freedom, to help you renew your mind, to help you make wise um, choices, and just be wise to the enemy's tactics so you can armor up and stand against against his schemes and to help you trade guilt for grace in your relationship with food. So in this episode, I'm going to share key highlights from this chapter on perfectionism and if it's hijacking your journey towards food freedom, why we can't be perfect on our own. Plus, I'm going to share five ways to run your race to victory with weight loss and food thoughts. We'll talk about how perfectionism hijacks your food freedom journey and how Jesus can change all of that for you. So listen in to learn the importance of waiting on the promise of God to change you and renew your strength. All right, before we get into all that, though, I want to let you know about two things. One, the doors have officially closed for the beta group of the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint, which starts in January. That's the official launch, January 2022. And even though we're no longer accepting applications at this time for that group, you can still get on the wait list for the next round that is launching spring of 2022. Be sure to listen all the way through to the end today so you know how to get access of the replay of the Food Freedom Workshop. That explains all about it. It unpacks the three mistakes that people make when trying to lose weight and the four signs of emotional eating, plus, of course, unpacks the blueprint that can change it all for you. Okay, that's number one. Number two is I want to make sure you know about an amazing giveaway that we are finishing out the end of 2021 with. It wasn't that long ago that I shared about my goals for the year, and if you want to listen to that, you can go back to episodes number 17 and 18. And I share that I had a desire in my heart to lose 50 pounds or shed 50 pounds of toxic weight that I knew was holding me back, that I no longer wanted to carry around. I wanted to completely send it to the Lord and just be like, take it, take it from me. I don't want to try and do this on my own anymore. It wasn't really a part of me that God designed to be me. And instead it was this result, it was a result of burdens that I was carrying around. Again, that didn't belong to me. I didn't want to carry it around anymore. And I felt like I was stuck. I set those goals in January of 2021, but I didn't do anything. I was stuck all the way through March and I hadn't really made much progress. And it wasn't until 
about halfway through March, I finally broke free. I had an inner healing session and I feel like I I finally broke into that permission and that freedom from everything that was holding me back and everything that kept me stuck. And literally that one session just opened the floodgates and my breakthroughs started to come together. And so do you ever feel like there's something holding you back from complete healing? I truly believe that Jesus is your ultimate healer and I truly believe that there is healing at the cross. And because I have so much confidence in what your inner healing can do, I've done so many sessions at this point that it just always amazes me every time. And I'm just, I walk away like, not only this sense of honor, but just like, God, you are so good. Like he amazes me every time. I'm like, you're so cool. Uh, So anyway, for the month of December, you have the opportunity to win an inner healing session with me. And so in this inner healing session, I walk you through a personal experience with the Lord so that you can receive encouragement as you learn to hear God's voice for yourself, that you can break free from any emotional pain, lies, or limiting beliefs, and that, um, You just gain confidence as you get aligned with the truth of who God says you are. So there is so much more that can be revealed in these sessions, and I'm passionate about taking a biblical truth and helping you step into the victory, freedom, and sanctification and satisfaction gifted to you through Jesus Christ. So all you have to do to win this life-changing inner healing session is join the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group. Yep. It's that easy. Click on the link in the show notes or search Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint on Facebook. Um, You can even earn extra entries by inviting friends to join the group too. Of course, you want to make sure you ask their permission first, but those just earn you extra entries. Really, all you need to qualify for this gift away is to join the Facebook group yourself. And then anytime you invite a gal pal inside between now um, and the end of the year, we're actually going through till January 5th, so you have a little bit of extra time in January. Uh, We'll be announcing the winner January 5th, so don't carry any baggage into the new year join the Facebook group, invite your friends to, and let's start the new year right. Welcome to the Covered Beloved podcast, where we choose to live faith-infused, holistic lifestyles while nourishing and renewing our minds to experience the depths of God's love for us. Hey there, I'm Heidi Brom, world changer and mom on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness to your home. As a decade-long essential oil advocate, self-proclaimed personal and kingdom development junkie, and your holistic lifestyle strategist, I believe that when God created the earth, he didn't leave us without solutions, that he created us to be healthy and whole, and that he's covered each and every one of us as mothers with his protection, grace, and wisdom on how to live our most healthy, happy, and joyful lives. Are you ready? It's time to become the healthy whole mom God created you to be, because he's got you covered, beloved. Let's dig in. I know a biblical approach is needed because when we aren't in alignment with who God says we are, we are susceptible to the enemy's lies. Either God is shaping our mind or the world is. So I want to keep planting seeds that will open your heart to the idea that the Lord wants to fight this battle for you and victory is found in Jesus. So today we are talking about perfectionism and how it's possibly hijacking your journey towards food freedom. We're also going to dig into why we can't be perfect on our own. Plus, I'll share five ways 
ways to run your race to victory. God is still to this day showing me all the ways that perfectionism is keeping me stuck and even blocking me from being able to receive from him. I'll share more in depth a recent takeaway from one of my own personal inner healing sessions in another episode, or maybe I'll even do a series on perfectionism. What do you think? Leave a comment in the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group what you think about perfectionism. In what ways have you felt the pressure to perform or to be perfect? I would love to hear from you. But for now, let's talk about the fact that God is not shocked that you are imperfect. (laughs) We try really hard to be perfect, but sooner or later we stumble and we fall. So if we can't do it all, we don't do it all right? Are you like that? Are you like me? Where you're like, well, if I can't do it perfectly, I'm not going to even try. This was my oldest. She did not walk till she was 14 months old, but she practiced for a good four months, maybe more. And she wouldn't do it. She wouldn't do it unless she could do it perfectly. Same thing on the playground. She wouldn't try something unless she knew she could do it perfectly. And then you have my other daughter who just does everything head first. She started walking when she was nine months old and just figured it out as she went. So I think we all can like dabble in those ends of the spectrum, right? But For most of us, when it comes to food, this is actually, this perfectionism mindset is actually hijacking our journey toward freedom from these food thoughts of should I or shouldn't I? And we try to like, you know, making the right decisions. Well, I couldn't have this before. Or this person says I shouldn't be eating this. And and so we just get confused, right? We we think, well, we can't do it perfectly, so we're not going to do it at all. And in the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint program that I run, we do follow a specific fast. And so there are specific foods that just because of the effectiveness of this fast and there's science behind it. And so you can get really, really crazy, incredible results in a very short period of time in just six weeks. Typically people lose between an average of 20 and 25 pounds if you're female. And so when you follow that to a T, right, for the specific fasting portion, you do see pretty amazing results. Beyond that though, we have to take a look at our food thoughts, right? Our relationship with food and how that is keeping us stuck from, you know, there's a difference of doing a program for a short period of time. And there's also the difference of like after the program, right? What am I going to do from here? How are these thoughts of perfectionism invading my path to freedom and just kind of hijacking and taking over? So each day we have this opportunity to choose fullness in Jesus, to help have him help renew our mindset and take our thoughts, these thoughts that lead to perfectionism and performance and people pleasing and all of these things, right? These empty promises and our poor choices. And so he stands ready and willing to give us a fresh start. No judgment, no shame, no condemnation, just grace. And it's amazing. And I have a verse for you. It's from Ephesians 3, verses 20 and 21, and it says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power, that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So as you experience a victory, as you're running your race, and um, of course, we're going to experience defeats in our journey as well, but you're reminded that it's his mercies, that it's his goodness, that he gives all and all the glory goes to him as you're breaking through and you're just getting farther and farther along in your journey. So what I found really interesting as I'm running my race is that sometimes when Jesus sets up this freedom it's not always an immediate victory. There's a process of becoming in this wilderness season almost between the slavery mindset and the promised land, right? So as I've gone throughout my journey 
and run my race. I I don't know if any of you are familiar with Sugar Busters, but that was the time that Jesus freed me from being a slave to food. This was before kids. This was before perimenopause. This is before I worked at uh, the Nutrition and Chiropractic Clinic. This was before social media. This was before running my own business. And life was so much simpler. I would wake up. I would go to work. I would come back. I would do my chores. I would have fun. Uh, There were fewer bills, fewer obligations, fewer responsibilities, and fewer access points. And so that was really a time where I feel like Jesus freed me from being a slave to food. But there was this wilderness season that was about to come right right after that. And so we can't be spotless, right? God doesn't expect us to be. Jesus died for our imperfections and to save us from eternal separation from God. This is where grace comes in. Not that we deserve God's approval, but that it is given to us and it's transferred to us from the perfect son of God to imperfect you and me. I love Romans 5.19 that says, through the obedience of the one man, so Jesus, the many will be made righteous. So it's all because of Jesus, but because of Jesus' spotless sacrifice for us, we are free to pursue victory and, and victorious lives on our way to perfection in glory. So we can still pursue victory without being perfect. It's this idea of imperfect progress. So he does not reject me when I fall, right? Or when I fail, he saw everything in my life when, when he was on the cross, right? It was the joy set before him that he still chose the cross. And so he's like, even though I see all this, Heidi, I still choose the cross for you. Jesus died for your overeating, your idolatry, your gluttony, and every other sin you've ever committed in order to save you from eternal separation from God. Again, this is the beauty of grace. And so when we look at um, five ways that you can run your victory, I this comes from Asherita's book. Again, this is chapter nine. She shares five ways that we can do this. So the first way to run your race to victory is to humbly submit yourself and your problems to God. Ask for his help and his intervention. Recognize that any change needs to start with you asking God and you need his help. I used to so pridefully think that I didn't need to ask for help or I shouldn't have to ask for help. I should be able to do it on my own. And Beloved, we're not designed to work that way. Psalms 50.15 says, Call on me in the day of trouble and I will deliver you and you will honor me. God is willing and able to help us if only we would cry out to him. If only, like my bathtub moment with alcohol and my hangover and repenting for drunkenness, if only we would cry out to him and ask for help. So stopping in the middle of our distress and crying out to God with intention, with... um just this heartfelt desire to really truly change this like repentance on a deeper level, right? Confessing your failings, celebrating the ways that he saves you and just asking for help and maintaining that humility throughout the process that you cannot do this alone and you were not created to. All right, the second way you can run your race to victory is seeking satisfaction in God alone. Yes, beloved, we were made to crave, but we were not made to crave food. We were made to crave connection with God. And so our bodies are still under the influence of our sinful nature at times. And by continually surrendering our cravings, we can experience the power of Jesus Christ to break through our strongholds and set us free day by day, choice by choice, victory by victory to bring everything under his control. The third way to run your race to victory is watching expectantly for God's deliverance. So this word hope, uh, I've seen an acronym, you've probably seen it out there as well. It's holding on to his promises expectantly. So having that posture of 
you know, expectation of what the Lord is going to do uh, when you're surrendering, when you're calling out for him. And so once we admit we need God and ask him to intervene, we need to believe that he is going to do that. We need to believe that he will do so. And this is where faith comes in. God desires sincere faith, thanksgiving, trust, and praise. Do not just go through the motions of prayer and repentance and do it once and be like, okay, well, I kind of did that. I followed the, the prayer, you know, and the formula. That's not going to work. It has to be this posture of expectation that you truly need him, that you're thankful, that you're trustful, that you're praising, that you're faithful. And so continuing to live um, in him and not as you did before. So shifting into that change and being expectant that he's going to bring that breakthrough. We must continue praying and believing in our actions and responses must align with that expectation that God is changing us. And be willing to wait as long as it takes. Oh, goodness, this is the hard part, right? He often works through our um, continuously asking and seeking to create in us the desire needed to result in lifelong lasting change. So if you read Isaiah 40, 31, it says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will not. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And I just love this verse because as we hope in the Lord and as we believe, our strength is renewed and we will soar on wings like eagles. If you look up anything about eagles, they can soar for a really long time without exerting a lot of energy. And so in purposing it in our lives and in this race that we're running, we will run and not grow weary. We will walk and not be faint. And I just love that promise. Okay, the fourth way you can run your race to victory is to get back up. Kind of in that same verse, right? One time work, a one-time work of Jesus in setting us free is different from the ongoing work of sanctification. And so, yes, we do have those moments of deliverance and we're set free. Again, like my come to Jesus moment in the bathtub, but that came after 15 years of trying and failing and trying and failing and trying and failing. And so when we look at that and also this ongoing process of sanctification and the promise of seeing something through to fruition, so you're actually seeing fruit from it, and the grace needed on our daily walk, that that is it's like doesn't matter how many times you fall it matters how many times you get back up so when or i should say if we relapse onto certain things we need to remember to lean into god's strength and grace so we can choose for ourselves and to receive that which christ has done for us so in here in my notes as i was going through this section in my prayer journal i'm just like pray for boldness to share my faith in christ with friends family and neighbors and that just kind of came through as a true desire in my heart of like God, you are so good and I see everything that you're doing for me. Like I want to be able to share that with others. And so sometimes that can be scary, right? Sometimes when we're stressed out, we turn to food as this place of comfort and to ease whatever this feeling is that we don't want to deal with. And for me, that was like sharing and voicing out what God was doing in my life. And so I prayed for boldness to share my faith in Christ with others. Anyway, that was kind of a side note. But his goal is to refine us and mold us into the image of Jesus Christ. And that takes time. That doesn't happen overnight. God is more interested in teaching us to rely on him in the journey than he is to speed us to our destination or to have us do it all perfectly. In fact, if you were to do it perfectly, why would you even need Jesus? Right? I mean, if you could do everything perfectly, that really makes him useless to you. So just think about that. 
All right, how to handle failures. So you want to be quick to recognize your sin and repent. Just do it right away. Confess to him quickly as sin keeps us from hearing his voice. It steals our joy. It heaps a bunch of shame on top of us and shame and condemnation have no place in this process that never comes from God and it's intended to keep us hidden, isolated, and distance away from God. So you want to rush to the cross, the feet of Jesus, confess your need for God, ask him to show you where you went wrong, what you could have done differently, what to learn, you know, what lies maybe even that you're believing, the truth that he wants you to believe, and continue walking in freedom and victory. Okay, number five, the fifth way you can run your race to victory is celebrate your victories. Are you one like me where you're just like, okay, on to the next thing. I did that. Now I'm going to keep moving forward. But it's like really taking a pause in that victory and celebrating. So keep trusting that he who called you will continue to work in you. And this is the promise of the verse that I shared in the beginning, Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we can ask or think or imagine according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. And so the beauty of this is when you celebrate your victories, because you've gotten victory, this is going to impact generations. When you get victory, that is something that generations behind you don't have to face, right? Because you stood in the gap and you're like, not on my watch. This ends with me. And you empowered the next generation coming up to not have to fight that battle because you did and you've got victory and your victories run through the generations. Can I get an amen? So as you get free and that space that was once preoccupied by food, that opens up. You're free mentally, you're free emotionally, you just have so much more reserves and you're like, wow, I, I like, who am I without these thoughts, right? So celebrating even just the smallest thing of like, I don't think that way anymore. That is a victory. That is a victory, beloved, more than you could ever even imagine. So ask God to fill that space with him, right? Whatever the space was, ask God to fill it and the gifts and callings he's purposed for you. Ask Holy Spirit to reveal in what ways your gifts can best glorify God. Ask for an increase in his discipline, the perseverance, the authenticity and perspective of God. All right, beloved, finally, I want to share with you how you can run for the prize. So Paul compares our race for oneness in Christ to that of training for an athletic race, except for our reward is an internal crown and heavenly rewards. And so the stakes are very high. Tap into the self-control of the Holy Spirit and discipline. Don't let your cravings master you. When you hear Holy Spirit's warnings, take a second and listen to him. It's for your good, right? We must do the hard things to win the prizes in heaven. So Luke 9.23 says, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. God's yes is always better than whatever you're going to say no to. Whatever you're going to say no to, you know that God's yes is always going to be better. He always has something better for you. So when discipline and saying no to myself personally or my cravings, they might be painful in the moment. It paves the way to saying yes to God's better plans and experiences and greater satisfaction in him day after day after day. And I very clearly heard him tell me that I, you can't take this into where I want to take you. All of the baggage I feel realized I was still dealing with and when I came into 2021 and you guys can go back and listen to episodes 17 and 18 where I set out my yearly goals um, to lose 50 pounds. It took me three months to get started uh, before I had this incredible inner healing session where I felt like I finally had the permission and just like I got a glimpse. I had a vision of for what this could really be. 
And so I just felt like he was saying, you can't take this with you to where I want to take you. And so it needs to come off. It needs to be done. It needs to, you need a breakthrough. And so all that to say, you know, perfectionism influenced my food fixation by telling me that I already messed up. So I might as well eat what I want now, right? Does that sound familiar? Or this day is done for by not eating perfectly. So I'll start over tomorrow. Perfectionism tells me I'll never get it right. I'll never be free. I'll never be perfect. But Jesus paid for all of our imperfections and strongholds. He set us free from it all and created a clean slate. And so no matter how many times you need to start over, it's a clean slate for you. And so you walk in that freedom and victory because of Jesus. And that gives us the freedom to say no to being mastered by food or food thoughts. Self-discipline and grace are kingdom keys to helping us walk daily in freedom and the ongoing work of sanctification. It's our way of making imperfect progress and any relapses can actually help you move forward in your pursuit of real comfort in God because that shows you how much you need him and that you can ask him. You can ask him, how can I do things differently? Right? Let's look at Judas versus Peter. Which one handled it better? <laughs> Let's just ask that, right? One tried to be his own savior, which didn't work, took it into his own hands, and one repented, right? And was brought back in alignment. So all of that today, beloved, I hope blessed you as you were listening and maybe things were brought to light about how perfectionism is hijacking your journey. I would love for you to join my Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group for the replay of the Food Freedom Workshop I did for free. And I'm now accepting applications into this Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint program for the next round, which starts April 1st, 2022. And the deadline to apply is Friday, February 25th. It seems so far away, beloved, but I know it will be here before you know it. This program helps realign your body, spirit, and soul. It helps restore your relationship with food. It helps you reclaim your identity in Christ. And it also creates accelerated results in weight loss, which creates that needed motivation to then make lifestyle changes, all while healing from the inside out. So the behavior change part sticks over the long term. Know that, of course, it takes time to make change and keep change in your lifestyle, but this is a great way to start. So if you go to the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group, you can watch that and you can decide for yourself if you want to apply for the next round coming up in April. Just a heads up, I'm really strict on the deadlines for this program because we have to first review all the applications. And then if you've been accepted into the program, there's you know, of course, certain people that this program isn't good for. So I do want to make sure you we cover that and that's in the application. But there are steps to the process and there's an orientation and a consult that need to be done before accepting payment and then ordering your program materials. So there, there's like a timeline here. But watch the replay first from November of 2021 so you can get a glimpse inside of what this biblical weight loss blueprint really is, the faith-based format, and of course, the comprehensive holistic detox and weight loss portion of the program. And then apply if you feel led to join the next group. That's all in the workshop replay. So go to the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group and join, which again, remember, if you join the Facebook group this month, you're going to get an entry into the gift away that I'm doing for a free inner healing session, and we're collecting entries until January 5th. So go ahead and join the group, catch the replay. You're going to be in the right place over the next couple months if you're hanging out in that group with us, and um, if this is something that's speaking to your heart, definitely watch the replay and apply. Everyone's invited. Love it. I just pray that you prosper in your health just as your soul prospers until next time. 
Hey, beloved, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, head over to iTunes for Covered Beloved and leave a five-star review. Hit subscribe while you're there. And of course, if you have friends who would benefit from today's episode, be sure to share. Until next time, remember, God's got you covered.